It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. From the G Family Performance Center in Edmond, Oklahoma, this is the Locked On Thunder podcast. I am your gracious and humble host, Derek G, saying thank you so much for making us a part of your day. Coming up on this episode of Locked on Thunder, we have an update on Alex Sabrinas. We will tell you what's going on with him, whether or not he's in the concussion protocol, and what is the latest. Also, Terrence Ferguson decides to completely get away from social media. Not really a big fan of this. I will explain why and what to do if you're Billy Donovan about Terrence Ferguson. And if you're Terrence Ferguson... Who are the guys you need to be leaning on right now as you try and break out of this current funk that you are in? Also, thank God for the Los Angeles Lakers. We'll explain that. And then in segment number two, we'll talk about the Celtics and their struggles, how they're viewing the Thunder right now. Are they seeing this as a possible get-right game And then Dennis Schroeder from Sunday, since we didn't have a chance to uh, play that, we will play that for you on uh, today and uh, let you hear Dennis talk about what he had to say about the Oklahoma City Thunder and uh, this current three-game losing streak that they're on. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. I have covered the Thunder for six years. I work for 1340 The Game and News Radio 1000 KTOK. I am a credentialed member of the media And, well, what else do you need to know? I absolutely love this team. I love the state of Oklahoma. And it's been a lot of fun covering the Thunder over the last few years. And hopefully this season turns out to be as special as I thought it was going to be from the day that Paul George decided that he was going to re-sign with Oklahoma City. So with that, let's jump into it. The latest on Alex Abrinas is this. It's pretty simple. He is not in the concussion protocol although he has not practiced since taking that hit to the head from Nerland's Noel. Can you imagine that? You get a hit to your head um, for, from one of your teammates, and that may be the thing that keeps you out for a couple of games if you're Alex Sabrinas. Originally, it was said it was a mouth contusion, but that was not the situation. Luckily, it's not any worse. He is passing all the baseline tests, but I would think that the Thunder being as cautious as they are there's a good chance you don't see Alex Sabrinas play on Thursday night just for safe measures because that's the way that the Thunder like to roll. And with Alex Sabrinas not playing, that brings us to Terrence Ferguson and what's going on with this guy as he continues to struggle shooting the ball and how do you fix this situation? Well, apparently a lot of Thunder fans don't like the fact that Terrence Ferguson is in the starting lineup. They have let Terrence Ferguson know this, and Terrence Ferguson, as a result, is completely swearing off all social media at this point, which, Terrence, I don't like this move. I don't like it for a couple of reasons. One, because you can't completely shield yourself from this. You're going to hear it. I mean, you can't turn on the radio, or I guess you could listen to music. I mean, you don't have to turn on the radio. On television, 
You can't watch anything that's even remotely basketball related. So no NBA TV, no local sports. All that's out of the window. And you can't do anything about what fans are saying to you at the game when you're at the peak. And so for that matter, you might as well just stay on social media. I mean, if you wanted to do a whole LeBron thing of, hey, I need to focus and this is the playoffs, okay, fine. I could I could get behind that. And I could be like, Terrence, man, that's all cool and good. But I say go ahead. Let the, let the negativity fuel you. Um, you don't want to let it fuel you too much so you go out and overdo stuff. But right now is the time where you as a young player can go to Paul George, you can go to Raymond Felton, you can go to Russell Westbrook. And by all accounts, every single one of those guys will impart wisdom on you on how they would handle your situation. And you need them now. And we have heard all year long, all offseason long, all last year, about how the Thunder are this team that, because they have a good amount of veterans and they have a good amount of young players, that they will be more than glad to help each other out. And that young players learn from the veterans. And that's what they're there for. As far as Terrence Ferguson starting, which I think you care more about that than whether or not he's necessarily getting help from Russell Westbrook or Paul George. If you're Billy Donovan, Billy Donovan has already said that shooters just sort of have to shoot out of this situation. Like eventually, it's gonna there's going to come a time where things are click and you get hot. And right now... You may be in a situation where if you're listening to people too much, you're going to overthink it. And you don't want them thinking. You just want them reacting and shooting, not second-guessing, not giving up open looks, etc. You give you give Terrence Ferguson until the end of this homestand, at least, to get himself out of it. And with the Phoenix Suns and the Clippers being on this homestand, you would think that the Thunder would at least win two games. Even if they don't beat the Celtics, you would think they would at least get those two. Now, granted, nothing against the Clippers is uh, exactly guaranteed after what happened on Friday night. But with this being no magical answer to it for Billy Donovan, you really can't do anything else. You're sort of damned if you do, damned if you don't. And, and as a fan, the instant reaction is to go ahead and pull Terrence Ferguson out and sit him on the bench. Well, one, how comfortable comfortable are you with Alex Sabrinas being in that role? One of the most inconsistent players that the Thunder have had over the last few years. And I would think that you're probably not very comfortable with that. Okay, Timotei Luwakabaro. Good, but there's no guarantee that Cabarro is going to come in and be any better than once Terrence Ferguson is. And then there's Hamadou Diallo. And let's say Diallo comes in and struggles as a rookie. If you think Terrence Ferguson might be showing signs of a fragile psyche by getting off social media, then can you imagine what what Hamadou Diallo might be if he comes out and struggles as a rookie and not only are the fans on him, but does he do something to draw the ire of the veterans? And I know I just talked about the veterans being a bunch of good guys and being more than willing to help young players, and I'm sure they would help him. But these are all things that have to be thought about. And right now, if you're Billy Donovan, your best bet is Terrence Ferguson, second-year player who knows these guys and has been through at least one season to know that eventually it'll come around. And I'll say the same thing for Patrick Patterson as well. I think eventually it's going to come come down. It's going to come around for him as well. And by saying all this, thank God for the Los Angeles Lakers. Thank the Lord that the Lakers exist and have LeBron James. Because if you've watched any ESPN 
over the past 48 hours, especially after the Lakers just lost to the San Antonio Spurs last night, it's all about LeBron starting 0-3. And LeBron hasn't started 0-3 since his rookie year. So yeah, it's quite a long time for LeBron James. But because everybody is so focused on the Lakers right now, the Thunder with Paul George, nah, they're not a story. And that's a good thing for Oklahoma City because they have an opportunity to right the ship before anybody really takes notice of the struggles in these first three games. You go out and get a win over the Celtics on Thursday night, and yeah, you're one and three. And certainly it doesn't look good in the stands, but then all of a sudden it's like, hey man, the Thunder beat the Celtics. Okay, so the Thunder beat the Celtics, even though the Celtics didn't look so good against the Magic, that's still a pretty good win for Oklahoma City, and it probably jumpstarts you to win the next couple of games. Before you know it, you're back to 500, and hopefully you can build on that. Um, because had, had this not been the case, you know what the narrative would have be, would have been. Had the Thunder started off 0-3 and the Lakers happened to win one or a couple of these first two games, then, oh, is Paul George happy that he signed with Oklahoma City? Did he make the right decision? That narrative starts getting brought up. And those kind of narratives, even for as insulated as teams can be, even when they decide that uh, they're not going to be on social media at all, can eventually get toxic. So the Thunder get to avoid that now. So Lakers, hey, if you can do us a favor here in Oklahoma City, can you keep losing until the Thunder get a couple of wins under their belt? Let the Thunder get three wins under their belt, and then the Lakers can win a couple of games. But for right now, I'd really appreciate it with LeBron James if you would just kind of yeah, you know, keep keep posting those L's. That that would be I I would be grateful for that. I don't think your fans would be grateful for that at all. And I know that they expected you to be already playoff ready. But if you could just help us out, that would be cool. Coming up next here on the Locked On Thunder podcast, how are the Celtics viewing this upcoming game with the Oklahoma City Thunder? And is this the way we thought the Thunder would be viewed all season long? We'll talk about it next here on LOT. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. And hey, if you like this podcast, hopefully you'll like Locked on Sooners as well. And both can be found at LockedOnPodcast.com. That is LockedOnPodcast.com, Locked on Podcast Network, or the Locked on Podcast Network, your number one daily local podcast. Every day we do a podcast. Every day we are cranking out new content, even if we have to do it. At 9.37 Central Time at night, we are going to get a podcast for you because we know you want information and you want opinions about the Oklahoma City Thunder, and I have them. I don't know if you agree with all of them, but I got them. I don't know if they're always even good opinions, but I got them. I'll give you an opinion. Here's how the Celtics are looking at this game on Thursday. And man, this kills me to say this, but it's just absolutely true. This is a get-right game for Boston, who's only 2-2 on this year and just put up 90 points 
against the Orlando Magic. They are looking at an Oklahoma City Thunder who defensively have been horrific these last couple of games. I, I honestly, I thought the Thunder played really well defensively against the Golden State Warriors. And I don't want to put too much into that because I know Boogie Cousins was out. And I know it's going to be a while before he gets back. So it wasn't necessarily the Warriors at full strength. But even without it, it's still a high-octane offense. And the, the, I thought the Thunder played all right against them. Didn't play all right at all against the Clippers. Didn't play all right against the Kings. And if you're the Celtics, instead of looking at instead of looking at Thursday night as, man, we got to go into Oklahoma City and play the Thunder. It's, oh, we get to go into Oklahoma City. We get to play the Thunder. We get an opportunity to take advantage of this team who can't seem to get it right, who's going through struggles. And we get a chance to get over our hump. And I never thought there would be a situation all season long where anybody would say that about Oklahoma City. Now, granted, the Celtics, when asked about Oklahoma City, and they will be here over the next couple of days, and I'll, I'll start ripping out some audio from that, especially for Thursday's podcast, as you guys kind of use that as your pregame, or you use that as your pregame. Um, I'll pull out some audio from it, because I guarantee what the Celtics are going to tell you is that, oh, now it's still the Thunder, they're still tough, still got Russell Westbrook and Paul George, and you, you know, you, it's, it's an NBA game, but secretly you're thinking to yourself, okay, yeah, yeah, no, teams can sniff it out. They know when they know when a team's struggling. They know when a team's begging to be beat. And not that the Thunder have hit that threshold yet, but if the Celtics are looking for a quick fix, unfortunately, Oklahoma City might be exactly what the doctor ordered. And I never thought that we'd be saying that all season long. It's uh, it, it's nerve wracking to say the least. And Billy Donovan, you know, I just looking at his face on Sunday and, and going back to that press conference there was just this not look of despair wasn't even it wasn't even look of despair it wasn't even look of disgust but it was this look of I can't believe this I mean I I don't know that he's necessarily shocked but you get the feeling that Billy feels like he's installed some pretty good things for this team. Like he is giving them the opportunity to go out there and do things and they're just not listening to him. Now granted, there are things that Billy Donovan cannot control. So when we talk about Billy Donovan being on the hot seat, if the Thunder struggles continue, it's not Billy Donovan's fault that Terrence Ferguson isn't hitting his shots. It's not Billy Donovan's fault if Patrick Patterson isn't hitting his shots or Russell Westbrook isn't passing the ball as much as he needs to be or any number of things are going on on that court. It's not. The player. The, the players have to go out and, and execute this. And I, Billy right now feels like, it almost you get the sense that the Billy feels like what he's preaching isn't necessarily being received by this team. And I don't think it's a case of necessarily Billy's message worn thin. I don't think that is is the deal at all. I just believe that it is a situation where it's just a team struggling right now who knows what its identity needs to be. That is probably the number one most annoying thing about the Thunder at this point is they know what their identity is supposed to be. They know they're supposed to be an up-tempo team that plays fast, that plays aggressive defense, that reacts more than thinks, and they're not doing that right now. 
But you've got a few days off to sort of get get out of your head, get relaxed, realize that there is still a long way to go. And any pressure that happens to be on Oklahoma City right now, um, it, it's it's either coming from us being the Oklahoma City media or Oklahoma City fan base, but it's certainly not coming from the national media because they're not even thinking about the Thunder at this moment. And um, just looking at the NBA standings, real quick, I I wanted to kind of take a look at those and give you kind of a a feel of where Oklahoma City is at this moment. But they're not the only team, obviously they're not the only team struggling, but there are a couple of other good teams out there, teams I expected to be better than what they are. Jazz sitting at 1-2 and right now. Houston sitting at 1-2 and right now. You know that they're going to be better and turn things around. Don't think Cleveland and Chicago at 0-3 or even the Lakers at 0-3 are going to get that much better. Although I do see the Lakers probably scratching it out for that somewhere between 6, 7, and 8. But San Antonio's only 2-1 right now. Memphis is 2-1. It's so early that it's a, it's a weird situation. For the fans, it's early. Don't panic. But for the players, you need to go ahead and feel a big-time sense of urgency. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. Coming up next, um, we're going to talk with Dennis Schroeder. If you didn't get a chance to hear what he had to say on Sunday, we'll play that for you right here on the Locked on Thunder podcast. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked on NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. Locked on Sooners is out now as well. And we hope you enjoy that podcast. And if you do, uh, do me a favor. Give it a listen. Um, It is available at LockedOnPodcast.com. That is LockedOnPodcast.com. All the Locked on Podcasts are there from the Locked on Podcast Network. So whatever your taste is, the Locked On Podcast has it covered. Um, I do want to mention this. Former OU product and um, not very well-liked player from the Detroit Pistons. Um, Blake Griffin had a hell of a night tonight. Um, in fact, Blake Griffin in a uh, Pistons win uh, tonight. I, mean, I, need to, I need to see this. I'm, I'm pulling this up, man. Um, he scored 50 points as uh, Detroit beat Philadelphia tonight. Big night for Blake Griffin. Uh, Congratulations to him. He's from the state of Oklahoma, so let's give it up. Uh, Trey Young had a pretty monster night as well. That being said, this is a podcast about the Thunder. The Thunder frustrated about the way the season is starting to play out now. And here is Dennis Schroeder on those frustrations. Dennis, it seems like they challenged you guys defensively. Even when you guys made adjustments and made it a little closer there in the second half, they continued to make those jump shots. What what were they able to do and what shots were they able to get? I mean, they did... uh... A great job, first off. Um, I think they hit some tough shots, and um, we did what we were supposed to do, I think, in the second half. Um, but we still got to be on the same page uh, as a team. 
and um, get some steps. Your first time to play with Russell, sometimes in the same lineup together, what was that like? It was good, um, but we got to figure it out. He's back now, so we got to figure it out um, to get some good shots, you know, uh, for each other and uh, try to play with pace. But um, I think first game back, um, I think it's pretty impressive what he did. Dennis, what have you thought about the, the quality of shots y'all gotten in these first three games, particularly from the three-point line? I mean, like I said, we got to figure it out. Um, I think the last couple of couple of games we didn't do a great job of um, selecting the shots, and um, I take that on me the first two games. And um, I got to be better, and um, got to make my shots as well. But um, I think as a unit, we just got to be better and take better shots. Um, but like I said, we just got to get used to it and um, got to feed each other out. Tens, you feel confident that eventually these wide open sh- jumpers for all of you guys are going to start to fall? Oh, of course, there's no question. Um, for me, myself, um, I know P and was going to hit it anyway, and the other um, other um, other teammates going to hit it as well. But um, like I said, it's just about confidence for everyone of us, and um, we just got to shoot them with confidence. And when we get that down, then it's going to be tough. Dennis, you've been able to play with Nerlens that much, considering when Russell was out. Um, what ways? What, what did you like, basically, um, with you two on the floor, to say you guys haven't been able to play that much together? Mm, I mean, how he screens, how he goes to the basket, put pressure, pressure on the basket, um, catching alley-oops on the defensive end. You know, he's challenging uh, every shot, you know, blocking shots. And um, that's what we need from him when he comes off the bench and um, just be the energy guy. Dennis, did you expect you all to have some of the defensive struggles y'all had this early, particularly you know, in the first quarter, fourth quarter against the Clippers, and then tonight overall uh, against the Kings? I mean, uh, like I said, uh, we got to figure each other out. Um, as a unit, we got to be better um, defensively and offensively. And um, but we're gonna figure it out. Yes, Dennis will tell you that it, it that it needs to get better. Russ will tell you that it needs to get better. Paul will tell you that it needs to get better. And I I thought from Paul's standpoint, there was a little bit of look of bewilderment on his face Sunday night in that locker room. Um, and and I would the conversations that you really want to have with this team aren't conversations that are going to come in a media scrum. They're not conversations that are coming. In, I'm in an interview, but it's those fly on the wall conversations that you want to hear what these guys are saying to themselves. And I don't know if it's quite season on the brink yet. I mean, you're just three games into the NBA season, but for some reason, another couple of losses come their way and the Thunder start off like say one and five or, you know, heaven forbid, oh, and five or whatever. That's when you start treading into some very dangerous territory. And what this team has to be careful of is any sort of finger pointing, blame, and just the whole idea of uh, the, the whole idea that all this could be prevented if somebody would just do their job. Um, and I think the Thunder are a smart enough organization to realize that you're still not completely healthy. Russell Westbrook's only played one game this year. You don't have Andre Robertson back. So there is still plenty of time to get right. It's just a matter of will the Thunder get right? And uh, I personally, I think they will. I think the Thunder do get right and get this thing turned around. And it could start this Thursday against the Boston Celtics. That wraps up this edition of the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. When we resume tomorrow, 
Uh, we start talking a little bit more detail about this game with the Boston Celtics. Plus, we'll discuss a lot of other things going on around the NBA and how they affect the Oklahoma City Thunder. It's all right here on the Locked On Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And until tomorrow, everybody love everybody and peace, love, and thunder up. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.